Hello and welcome to the Let's Talk About Sleep Baby podcast, a podcast for tired and busy parents where we will share all of the tips, tricks and strategies to have your little one sleeping soundly again. I'm your host Ash Perry and the founder of Sleeps and Leaps Consulting and I can't wait to get stuck into today's episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Let's Talk About Sleep Baby podcast. It's been a super duper busy time here at Sleeps and Leaps HQ, but really excited to be coming to you today and I hope that you've all had a really good week. So today we are going to be talking about all things naps. So there's been a few little DMs come through about my baby's a cat napper. I don't know what my daytime naps should look like for my baby lately. So I thought it might be a good time to just have a little chat about a few tips and tricks that might help you in navigating those naps and trying to extend out those nap times. So the first thing, and this is the place to start when I work with a lot of families on a range of different issues, are those awake windows and the routine. So depending on the age of your baby, sometimes it can be more beneficial to be having a look at those awake windows and it can be easier to follow, especially for a younger baby of like seven or eight months or younger, it can be a little bit easier to just follow their awake times and making sure we're following really age appropriate awake times. So whilst they are just averages for, I suppose, biologically normal awake windows, it is still really important to be in tune with your baby's sleep cues and their tired signs. But keeping an eye on what is kind of standard for where your baby is at can be really beneficial to ensure that they're not getting overtired and staying awake for too long between naps or going down for a nap too early and they're just not ready for sleep yet. So whether you follow an awake window or you're trying to sort of adhere to a rough routine, that's usually the starting point. So I have a number of different resources that you can jump on my website or on my Instagram page where you can get some um, free routines for um, ages between four to 12 months. So if you've got a baby that fits within that age range, jump on my Insta bio. I have a free little resource there that has the awake windows and a rough routine for each month between four and 12 months. So that can be a really good starting point and a place that I recommend starting for trying to get any kind of sleep issue in order. We're trying to um, really nail down that perfect awake window so that when your baby goes down for a nap, they're ready for sleep, ready to fall asleep quickly and stay asleep. So ultimately this leads to my next point is we're trying to avoid your baby going down for a nap, not being too tired. If they've been awake for just simply too long, their stress levels increase and that just makes all sleep much more difficult. It will give you much more of a battle at bedtime, battle at nap time. Bub's stress levels increase. So when they do actually fall asleep, they'll often wake soon after you might have the 30 or 40 minute cat napper. Um, All of those types of things can come out if your baby is just too tired, having stayed awake for too long. And on the other end of the spectrum, if they're just not ready for sleep yet or not tired enough, what will happen is your baby might go down for a nap and might actually fall asleep, but they don't have the sleep pressure to stay asleep. So they might just have a really short nap. They're feeling rejuvenated again. Then they're up again. But because they've only had a short nap, you'll probably find that the same thing will happen again at the next nap. And it's just because that awake window is just a little bit off. So have a look at a couple of days of your baby's sleep patterns. So it doesn't particularly matter what time your baby's going to sleep or how long for, but have a bit of a look at 
the awake windows and track those awake windows just to see if you can find that real sweet spot of when your baby will fall asleep quite quickly and stay asleep and have a good nap. So it can be a really good exercise to see where your baby is falling. Um, you might find that the age appropriate awake window for a six month old, for example, might be around two hours and your sp- the, the perfect sweet spot for your baby might be two hours and 15 minutes. Go with the two hours and 15 minutes and try and sort of structure the day based on that. So those awake windows, the being, not being too tired, but not being tired enough can be a couple of things to look out for when trying to nail those naps. Another thing is resettling. So I'll get into your baby's ability to fall asleep and resettle themselves um, in a moment, but spending a decent amount of time resettling your baby can be really beneficial and is the first step to teach your little one to consolidate at least a nap. So spending a bit of time on the resettle. So if your baby, for example, is rocked to sleep and then they're put in their bassinet or cot fully asleep, what you might find is they will wake up after one sleep cycle. So that might be around the 40 minute mark and they will need some assistance to get back to sleep. So depending on the age, as babies generally get older, you might find that giving them a little bit of time and space is more beneficial than running straight in the room the second they open their eyes because probably what you're doing is maybe overstimulating them a little bit and you then might find that you really have no chance of getting them back to sleep. Whereas if you've got a younger baby, trying to catch them as they're sort of nearly waking up can be more beneficial. So we do like to see if your baby is consistently waking up after one sleep cycle, do spend that decent amount of time and it could be up to half an hour of trying to resettle them. So cuddling them if that's what they're used to, holding their hand in the cot, just giving that gentle encouragement next next to the cot if that's what they need. But do spend a decent amount of time trying to resettle rather than just trying for two minutes. Bubs isn't asleep so you get them up and the cycle sort of starts again because it is one step in the right direction to trying to teach your baby to consolidate at least a nap on their own. So spend that decent amount of time on resettling. A little tip hack, I suppose, is called the preemptive strike or the rouse to sleep method. So what you can try and do if you've got a baby that wakes up after half an hour, 40 minutes, whatever that looks like, you can go in gently preempt them waking up. So if it's half an hour, for example, you might go into their room or your room, wherever they're sleeping at around about the 25 minute mark. So say five minutes before they wouldn't, you'd normally expect them to wake from their catnap and gently either like touch their face, rub their arm a little bit. What you're doing is you're trying to just rouse them and kind of move them into the next sleep cycle so that they don't wake fully and see you. Like it sounds a bit frightening for a start, but it's kind of like if you've got nothing to lose, if you've got a cat napper, it's worth a try because it does work for a lot of babies. You're just trying to rouse them enough to sort of make them move, jiggle a little bit perhaps. Sometimes I did it with my son a couple of times. He sort of moved his head from side to side and then he would settle into the next sleep cycle. So you're almost preempting the wake from the sleep cycle that they're in, rousing them slightly and pushing them into the next sleep cycle. And you might then get another half an hour or 40 minutes that you wouldn't normally get. So try that one, especially if you're sort of trying a few of the other things with the awake windows and making sure they're not too overtired going to bed and not tired enough. If you've tried all of the other things and you're just not having any success, the the rouse to sleep or the preemptive strike can be a really good trick to try and see. And again, it can also help towards teaching your little one to consolidate those naps themselves. So it's a little one to 
to try if you are struggling with a catnapper. And the final tip today is self-settling. So having a look at the way your baby falls to sleep for all naps and bedtime. Um, If you're choosing to embark on the journey of teaching your little one to fall asleep independently, that can really help with a catnapper because what might be happening is if your little one is fed to sleep, for example, each time they wake or momentarily wake even from a sleep cycle, they are looking for that same assistance to get back to sleep, i.e. being fed back to sleep. So you might sort of find that you're on this vicious feed, sleep, feed, sleep, and particularly during the night, but even with the day naps as well. So if you're really struggling with this and it's becoming really tough on you and your family and you feel like it's unsustainable, it could be a really good time to think about starting the pro the process of teaching your little one independent sleep, which is so much of what the conversations that I have with families and help families and parents do. So that that can be the other thing that can really impact how long your baby stays asleep during the day and getting those really quality naps, teaching your little one to self-settle or fall asleep independently so that they can resettle themselves when they do have those momentary wakes between day sleep cycles. So hopefully you find a few little strategies in there that might help you and your family. And as always, I'm an open book. So my DMs are always open, always love a chat. And you can jump on my Instagram profile. I have a link to book in for a free 15 minute discovery call. If you are having some troubles with your little one's sleep and would like to chat about it further, it's completely obligation free. I really like to offer this to ensure that families feel like we're a good fit. If you are looking at making some changes and would like someone to guide you in the process, I would absolutely love to be that person for you. So you can jump on Insta and jump into the link to book a discovery call. Talk soon. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. I really hope you got a lot of strategies to take away and apply to your little one. As always, we're always open for a chat, so please find us on Facebook or Instagram at Sleeps and Leaps. Bye for now.